elm trees. No tree exists in isolation. At the outset, pollen is transported by bees and hoverflies, and seeds are spread with the assistance of ants, birds and squirrels. When leaves emerge on a delicate sapling in spring, caterpillars who chomp on the foliage are kept in check by blue tits and their feathered friends. At every stage of their life cycle, each tree has an array of associates, allies, protectors, predators and parasites. Helpful fungal mycorrhizae living in among the tree roots assist the absorption of essential minerals and even enable trees to communicate with each other across great distances. When trees let go of their leaves in autumn, gazillions of fungal filaments and tiny microorganisms break down all the leaf litter and recycle nutrients back into the soil. Worms, insects and mites burrow into tree bark. Some do no harm. Others can cause serious problems for the tree. Some trees respond directly to threats, such as how oak trees deter caterpillars from eating all their leaves by producing high levels of tannin, a compound that is bitter tasting and toxic to the caterpillars. Some trees respond directly to threats, such as how oak trees deter caterpillars from eating all their leaves by producing high levels of tannin a compound that's bitter tasting and toxic to the caterpillars. Some trees summon allies to help rid them of pests. Elm trees release pheromones to call in beneficial wasps who lay their eggs inside the caterpillars that threaten to eat all their leaves. It's a bit of a gory tale, but we'll simply say that the caterpillars generally don't survive the wasp eggs growing inside them and the elm tree benefits from being able to call on the parasitic wasps for help. There are a mind-boggling number of interactions between plants and animals. Some are essential, some are benign, and some cause dreadful destruction. But even the parasites whose ways we loathe are a crucial component of every ecosystem. They keep populations in balance and force all living entities to accommodate or adapt. Coping with pests and diseases is a major driver of evolution. Sometimes the pest outwits the host and annihilation ensues. Elm trees were once a common tree across Ireland and the rest of Europe. 8,000 years ago, dense deciduous woodlands covered almost the entire landscape. Oak, alder and elm were the dominant canopy trees. After about 2,000 years of this climax phase of woodland cover here, a wave of elm disease struck, all but erasing elm trees from the woodlands. Eventually, elm recovered and once again established themselves as a key tree of Irish woodlands. They were highly valued for their strong, hard and beautiful timber, a favourite for cabinet making and furniture. And because wood from elm trees is water resistant, its timber was used to build boats, to make canal lock gates and even wooden water pipes. Elm trees were popular as an urban street tree in the 18th and 19th centuries. Both the native witch elm and the taller English elm. Many Georgian streets 
city squares and historic urban parks were lined with majestic elms. Then, in the 1970s and 80s, elm disease struck again. Elm bark beetles had arrived, carrying a fungus that's lethal to elm trees. Elm bark beetles like to settle into the deep crevices in the bark of mature elm trees, where they lay their eggs. The fungus from the beetles then attacks the elm trees. Within a decade, elm disease had ensured that most elm trees were eliminated from Irish landscapes once again. Today, elm hangs on in some hedgerows, sprouted as suckers from old elm stumps. The remainder of elm trees that were once a feature of many hedgerows here. Some isolated tall trees still survive in remote valleys and mountainsides in the north and the west of Ireland. But for most elms now, once the trees mature and develop their characteristic rugged bark, the elm bark beetles find their way into the fissures, carrying the fatal fungus, and the tree is struck down again. Our native elms are not completely gone, though only about one in a million are thought to have a natural resistance to the disease. These rare rarities may make the beginnings of a new, resilient future population. By then the world will be a very different place. <laughs>